What would your life look like if you felt confident in your body and in your health habits? We believe that confidence is possible for all people. This is the Free Method Podcast, and I'm your host, Dylan Murphy, registered dietitian and owner of Free Method Nutrition. We are dedicated to empowering women to make peace with food, heal their relationship with their body, and create sustainable health habits. Come hang with us each week as we have conversations that will inspire you to live a life of freedom. Let's dive into today's show. As some of y'all may know, I have been supplementing some of Calder's feedings with Bobby over the past four months, and we have been loving it. One of the main reasons why we chose Bobby when we knew we were going to add formula to Calder's feeding is because of their high quality ingredients and simple recipe. As the only mom-led and founded infant formula company in the U.S. with an organic European-style recipe that meets all FDA standards, standards, they continue to set the bar as the leading clean infant formula. And they recently have received the Clean Label Project Purity Award and pesticide-free certification. This is huge. And really what this means, the Clean Label Project, it evaluates products for substances that would never be found on the product label. So things like heavy metals, pesticide residues, and plasticizers. And The fact that Bobby received this award gives me the confidence as a parent and the peace of mind knowing that what Calder is getting and ultimately what's going into his body contains all the ingredients that his body needs and nothing that it doesn't. So if you're in need of a high quality formula to feed your baby, Bobby definitely has my stamp of approval. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash Bobby, B-O-B-B-I-E to order yours today and use promo code Dylan Murphy 10 so you can get 10% off. One of my favorite things that we get to do at Free Method Nutrition is we are preceptors for dietetic interns who are currently in school to become dietitians. So really the last step, or I guess kind of like second to last step before you actually become a registered dietitian is you have to complete a year-long residency program at um, a hospital or school to be able to sit for the RD exam. So we are preceptors for the residency program at Vanderbilt here in Nashville. And one of the things we have interns do when they come and work with us is write a blog post or a podcast episode for us. And so the episode that I have for y'all today was actually written by one of our interns, Katie Malone, that I'm so excited to share with y'all because she spent some time unpacking her relationship with exercise and what she learned when she took a break from exercise and then really reestablished her relationship with exercise. So here is our episode today from Katie Malone. 150 cumulative minutes, an average of five days per week aim to sustain this heart rate, not that heart rate. And depending on where you look for exercise advice, odds are you will hear something different from every single source you look at. You may hear specific minute 
amount you should work out, how many times a day, what your heart rate should be, calories you should burn. And it can be a lot to digest and even can be more overwhelming than trying to maintain just a regular schedule that benefits you not only physically, but also mentally and emotionally as well. As a former athlete who chased multiple different active hobbies after retirement, the feeling of going all in until hitting burnout level is all too familiar. After a few frustrating trips to the gym where I admittedly spent more time trying to figure out something to do that sounded enticing than actually doing something, I decided that it was time to take a step back from the gym. Isn't the time you spend at the gym supposed to serve as a stress reliever? It seemed counterintuitive to continue returning to a thing that was making me feel so frustrated, annoyed, helpless, and angry. Does that sound familiar? Because again, if we look at the benefits of exercise, something we often see is people saying, okay, exercise is such a stress reliever. It can help so much with your mental health, with your mindset. And yes, it does. It absolutely does. But if we're exercising for the wrong reasons, it actually does the exact opposite. It causes so much stress and frustration and anger and and all of these other emotions that online we're reading about exercise solves. But if we're going to exercise, if we're putting it on this pedestal and it's this like obsessive thing, it really doesn't do that. So let's talk through three things that I learned from breaking up with exercise and then how we got back together. So forcing it defeats the purpose. I still fail to come up with an example of when forcing something that feels uncomfortable or unnatural in a particular moment is a good thing. Exercise or any sort of physical activity is no different. If you feel as though exercise won't serve you, find alternatives that will fill fill your cup. Some nights after work, I find that recharging was taking the time to make a home-cooked meal or slowing down to give myself a manicure or walking down the street to a coffee shop. So you may find that taking a pause from exercise allows you to really step back and build awareness around like, okay, what actually does refuel me or recharge me? Number two, trust that you know what is best because guilt is a liar. So even though I recognized that I didn't want to go to the gym, that did not come without some fleeting moments of guilt at times. However, it was a good personal practice of being an intentional to remind myself that I was not only prioritizing my physical health because hello, getting injured in the gym while being so bogged down and so focused and obsessive about exercise, but also my mental health by pushing myself to do something that I surely didn't want to do. So I really wasn't prioritizing my physical health because it was causing injuries and other things, but I also wasn't prioritizing my mental health because I was pushing myself to do something I surely did not want to do. Take a moment to recall what your internal monologue sounded like the last time you did something you really didn't want to do. How positive was that script? And on this topic, you know, it's not to say that every time you move your body, go to the gym, do something at home, that you're just going to be like 
thrilled and so excited about it. But I think there is a clear, distinct difference between, you know, maybe, maybe not being in the biggest mood to exercise, but then also deep down knowing that like, okay, I know if I go to this class or I know if I do this workout at home or go on this walk, it really is going to help my mental health versus like, I am not in the mood. I'm tired. I am injured. I hate running. Like, I think there's a huge, huge difference between like just not being in the mood, but deep down knowing that the motivation is there versus like knowing the motivation is not there or the motivation's in the wrong place. And I think that can take time building up that awareness of like, okay, what does that look like when I truly am motivated to move my body for the right reasons versus for the wrong reasons? So number three, after a while, it actually gets fun again. So when you take that pause from movement, from exercise, whether it's taking a day off, a week off, a month off, you realize, okay, how do I actually enjoy moving my body? How can I do that more? And how can I stop moving my body in ways that I don't enjoy? Everyone's timeline is unique like I said, but I slowly realized I started to crave intentional movement more. I wanted to carve out an hour for myself to get sweaty and work hard. I found that I missed it. And I also found that I was actually doing it for the right reasons. It had nothing to do with changing the sizes of my body, but had everything to do with prioritizing my mental health and doing something that I enjoyed and made me feel strong. So you may want to go back to the gym, return to the spin class, to your favorite outdoor hike. By allowing yourself the break that you need, you'll gain a new love for the things that you once loved. And you'll be able to, again, identify, okay, do I actually enjoy this? Or was I just doing this because I felt like I should be? Maybe you'll also realize there's things that you enjoy even more, or there's new passions that you didn't even realize you had until you took this pause. Most importantly, you will discover that you can restart your exercise journey at any time. Pausing, I know, can feel like a scary thing. And I think that's that diet culture voice coming in of like, no, it's bad. I can't take time off exercise. I need to exercise. But it really is not a scary thing. It can be so necessary and giving yourself time to just audit your motivation for exercise and and build an awareness of why you move your body and what are ways you can move your body in a way that's truly caring for yourself. And after going on a break and eventually reintroducing exercise, I'm happy to say that my relationship with the gym is in a much healthier place than it was. And I hope for you that you also feel empowered to lean into your curiosities about what serves you in different seasons of life. Because although your routine always has been the gym, it's okay for that to change as your needs do. So I want to thank Katie again for that amazing episode and that amazing conversation around exercise and taking a break and reevaluating motivations. 
And if you're listening, I hope that you find encouragement in that and knowing that, you know, there may be seasons in life where you enjoy one type of exercise and then that may change in different seasons. There may be seasons where you realize, okay, I am really not in a good place with exercise. So I think I just need to pause, take some time away so I can really reevaluate what it looks like to move my body from a compassionate way. So I encourage you to pause whether it's even just for a few moments today, or it's truly taking a break from exercise and see what that looks like for you. What does it look like to move your body in a way that brings you joy and that fills your cup in its every single area of health in your life? So not just physical, but also looking at your emotional health and your mental health and all the other facets of your health. Thanks so much for joining today's episode on the free method podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave us a five-star review that helps others discover this message of freedom. Share this with your friends and make sure you tag us on Instagram at free method nutrition. And if you're ready to start your own journey to freedom, I'd love to offer you a free call to chat with me about your health goals. Head to freemethodnutrition.com slash free call to schedule yours. We will see you in the next episode.